a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Yahoo! Misa name Jaja Binks. My the most famous Gungan in all of the Naboo. Used to listen to the Three Sheets to the Mouse podcast. It's the biggest bombad podcast in all of the galaxy. Mine thinks keep you the younglings away from it. This guy's no good. Just like in the prequels. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 146 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We are your Sherpa, and we're here to guide you through the adult side of Disney. I am uh, Mikey. I may not be uh, the best with vocabulary, apparently. But joining me tonight, I've got two dudes that wouldn't lean their tower on a piece of you, Tim. I'm disappointed that you didn't announce the episode number in Roman numerals. And Adam. What's up, everybody? I mean, I don't know if my tower leans so much. I think there's a surgery you can get to correct that, though. I think you just lean, you know, rotate your hips and you can self-align, is what I read in a book once. But it was written by this little bitty German lady. Oh, Dr. Ruth. <laughs> Dr. Ruth Ressheimer. <laughs> she, she Sounds a, about right. She was on a podcast the other day. I forgot what I was listening to. She's still alive? Yes. She was like a Sex thousand years old in the you. 80s. Sex keeps you alive, I guess. <laughs> she must be having a lot of it then. Well, <laughs> someone is. You gotta, it's all for research. It's all for research. So yeah, tonight we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna carry on our um, ultimate Epcot for the Italy Pavilion. But first, I'd like to know what's in your cup uh, or goblet or chalice. Your chalice of of, of fire, goblet of Harry's fire. Tim, Whoa. go on, Dumbledore. What do you got? Wrong place. Wrong wrong park. I've got a I've got a flagon of dead rabbit. For some reason, I think you're gonna say a flagon of lederhosen, and I don't know why. You don't put lederhosen in a flagon. You actually put mead. That's where my brain went. Mead you usually goes a in a flagon in lederhosen. You could. Kind of weird. Unless you wanted to hit somebody with it, but it's the wrong nation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's also that's true. The, that's the wrong pavilion, Adam. Sorry. Uh, so Tim, you're, you're you're still drinking the dead rabbit. I like yes, how you said one. <laughs> well, I mean, the last time I asked him what he was drinking, it was dead rabbit. Yeah, I killed that. And bottle Adam had trogues. Yes. So Adam, are you drinking more trogues again? No, I kind of beard myself out this past weekend, so I am currently drinking some dead rabbit also because I didn't get too much out of that last bottle for some reason. I hope you're keeping it in your room. No, no it's I, we left it outside. <laughs> it's actually by the bar. So halfway through recording tonight, we'll have to take a break yes. so that we can get more. <laughs> yeah, well, or I might trust it up to beer, depending. I did a lot of research, so you'll have plenty of time to leave the mic. 
when I talk, as is per usual. Uh, well, hey, you know what? I'm having something different. Um, got a gift package today from uh, Rachel Barnes, and it has uh, a collection of cooking oils in it. Um, keeping it on the on the down low, Adam. This 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 came USPS. Yes, I, uh, I was too. I'm too. surprised you got away with it. <laughs> I know. God, they're it's getting hard really to send stuck. cooking oils through the post office. That's yeah, and sometimes is. when people send cooking oils, it gets sent back. Because that's what happens. Sometimes when you send time. cooking oil, and all you get is two parts of a bottle. Personally, I like shipping snow globes better. Snow globes? Okay. Yes. Well, yeah, snow, snow globes. I say they're household items. When they ask, it's household items. It's this cleaner I brought from the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> it's organic. It's organic essential oils. <laughs> well, this is not organic, um, I'm pretty sure. It's Traverse City Whiskey Company, which is apparently in the uh, Traverse City of... Uh, up there. Traverse. Where she is. The place, the, the Michigan, the hand, the hand state. And it, is, it claims to be bourbon whiskey infused with uh, Traverse City cherries. Sounds yummy. And it is it is very dark. Kind of reminds me almost like of a Basil Hayden's color. The rum, like the, the rum, rum cask, cask Basil Hayden's, yeah. yeah. And uh, just on, on the nose, smelling it, 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 it the, the cherry is overpowerful, overpowering. Um, I haven't had a drink of it yet. And she hasn't had it either, so she says uh, she's sorry if it sucks. I said, don't worry, it'll drink. And verdict. Not a lot of cherry on the taste. It's like really? all on the nose. Yeah. Oh, There's not a lot of burn. It's only 35%. Okay. It's good. It's okay. It's sweet. It is very sweet. And I know that comes from the cherry, but it's yeah. not like cherry sweet. It's just. That's probably well, could, the other natural flavors they say that are in there. Well, it could be just from the fr fruit sugars that make it sweet too. Yes, it's, this is this is nice. It's uh, it's warm in the belly, but not burning on the mouth. So, uh, Rachel, I, I appreciate the warmth you have placed in my belly, but not on my mouth. So, like I said back on episode one forty two, we continued our ultimate Epcot adventure through Italy. And we got around to discussing the history of that pavilion and what it offers, but we uh, kind of glossed over what it's missing. Um, there was supposed to be a phase two for that pavilion. It would have included a dark ride, and it would have included an additional um, restaurant. It never happened. So this week, I say we go ahead and we give... Uh, Italy the phase two that it deserves and let's finish fleshing out that uh, country pavilion double dose thing double dose of Italy. the double dose yeah it's a double dip and we're double dipping in Italy <laughs> all right um, now this could be uh, it's like an armchair Imagineer we're just gonna add something new to it it could be an attraction 
uh, like a ride or a bar or a restaurant. Wait, 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 wait. Are you changing the rules again, Mikey? Sounds I, like honest you. to God, can't recall ever doing an Ultimate Epcot, so I don't know. I thought we were just adding on. an attraction in. Yeah, that's what I said. It could be it, well, an attraction. An attraction is not necessarily just a ride. It could be anything. Right, but it's not food. I said or. I said or. You, 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 we're plussing. Well, I don't think any of us did a restaurant, so let's just, we could just end that I would have done a lounge with mirrors and, like, a dance floor and, like, yes. and... I believe that is called a discotheque. With a bunch of guys dancing around in wife beater t-shirts and white leather belts and... You know, the, the, and a tanning salon in the back and the laundry around the corner. <laughs> Probably not where I was going to go with this, but uh, that's okay if you want to do that. Or even if it's just a 360 movie, um, you know, through the canals of Venice. What I'm saying is uh, the rules are there aren't any rules, Adam. You should know this well, by now. We know what your right is now. I didn't change the rules. I just changed, made a whole new thing because we were just doing an attraction. Well, I got an audible mention, too. You, uh... Olive Garden. I'll, figure I'll, it out. I'll put it to you like this. <laughs> you want rules, you host. <laughs> <laughs> and I like never-ending breadsticks, all right? I eat yeah. them all. Give me breadsticks with some Alfredi, oh, you can eat soup. I'm happy. Nah, their soups are weird, man. I like the pasta fajoule soup they have. Good. See, I, I'm not, I don't know if that's got a G or a J in it. That's why I don't want it. Yes. It's got a G. Yes. Yeah, but it didn't it sound like both. a G. It sounded like a J. Like, you know, Jif. Yeah, but if you pronounce it like a G, some people might get offended. It's Italian. I know. So it's like a G-Z. A G. Yeah. Jay-Z? Jay-Z. He's, he's yeah. He's, oh, he's Italian? He's Italian? I didn't know that. He is. He's half Italian. <laughs> on his mama's he, side. On his, is on it his the J or the Z that's Italian? It's obviously the J. <laughs> and he is a 75% uh, His real name is Jay-Z Cavaricci Giuseppe Jay-Z Cavaricci <laughs> See, you thought he was a mogul In the hip-hop industry You didn't know that he was uh, pumping out Acid-washed denim for Maurice's a Acid-washed oh, no, no, no. high-waisted were... denim Yes, that came up to your nipples yes. With 12 buttons and a flap <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Every... It was the girdle for men that's but exactly we were on what the that outside was. in the eighties. <laughs> I used to have a pair. You thought I had more than one. I know you're all shocked. <laughs> you know, everybody told him Jinko was the way to go, but he was like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is way before Jinko, I think. Zika yeah, Zika came Rich is well in the 80s, and Jinko was like nineties. Yeah, I wasn't shopping for my own clothes in the eighties, boys. I'm sorry. I the Z Cavaricci was still at Maurice's in the mall in the 90s when I would go there. Damn. And the Jinkos were going to be at uh, Gadzooks. Um, oh, we had a Gadzooks in the Montgomery Mall in Alabama. Yeah, Cavaricci and the Massimo. Oh, Massimo. Yeah. He's like Massimo. That used to be like a cool brand, and then it went to Kmart. No, it's a Target. <laughs> it's Target oh, brand. Target? It's a Target now. Well, okay, um, since we're, you know, uh, burying our chests here and, and getting stuff off of them, who wants to go first? Because we've all got the same idea anyway, so 
I just want to see two people go fuck. I don't. I don't. Think, I think my idea is probably gonna be different than y'all's. All right. I then. doubt my idea is like exactly the same. Well, not exactly the same, but close enough to somebody else. <laughs> I, I I don't think you have the same characters I have, and, and if you have the same ride, it's gonna be different characters in it. Because let's face it, we can't get away from IP and Epcot anymore, so might as well embrace it and fucking throw it in there. I didn't use an IP. I used an IP. I actually used two different IPs from two different properties. Two different Disney properties. Well, I want to see Adam slowly melt, so Tim, won't you take us through your... Your intellectual property cavalcade through the Italy Pavilion. So first, can I, can, I, can I give my throwaway first? I'm going to get rid of that, that fucking pizza Altaglio place, the pizza by the slice, because it makes no sense. Oh, we got to get rid of shit? No, we don't. This is just my throwaway. And I'm going to make a Kid Cot place, because we need more Kid Cot stuff in Epcot. The Kid Cot stuff is going away, and I think it's it was fun for kids. I think kids. it has a Kid Cot place. What do they do? Pretty Which sure every pavilion has a kid. Cut. I think they make like an Italian Venetian mask. Oh well, I want to make their own pizza. Kids can make their own pizza. Tastes like burning. Yes. And it's not. That's <laughs> okay. not uh, like a real pizza or like a, a real pizza. cardboard pizza. A real pizza. Okay. That well, doesn't sound dangerous at all. Well, no, they can. Well, they no, can I'm. Put it together, and then a uh, cast member can put it in uh, one of those flash ovens, like. Uh, Blaze has, Blaze Pizza has. Well, I think this is like, you know, that, that maybe wouldn't be so much a kid cut thing, because that would probably cost money. Yeah. Yeah, well, dangerous you pay a couple sense. bucks, you know, because it's pizza. You can have lunch. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm in. I'll do it. I'll get on my knees and play with some pepperoni. I, I didn't flush out my whole, all my scenes, because I, I Don't was... Don't worry, I fleshed mine out for you. Okay, I, I never normally do, but I got a synopsis of what you what you would read on the Disney Parks page of what this ride is. So uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna add a boat ride, and it's gonna be called Terra Magica, which means magical land in Italian. So Jiminy Cricket is gonna take you on a journey in a Venetian gondola through scenic vistas of Italy, showing off all the wonders of this magical country. However, danger awaits around every corner, as magic and dispel tries to thwart your journey and prevent you from getting to your destination. However, Jiminy has some tricks up his own sleeve and enlists your help to stop Magicka and send her back to her lair in Mount Vesuvius. Armed with Jiminy's umbrella that's been enchanted by the Blue Fairy, guests will use the umbrella to set off interactive elements in each scene and send Magicka packing. So some of the scenes you'll go through is Venice, Rome, Sicily, Florence, Milan, and then finally Naples when you get to finally send Magic of the Spell back to her volcano. Not my characters. Not my characters. I didn't Not think they were going to be a character, so I didn't think anybody would have the same. I almost chose Magic of the Spell, but then the my concept got away from me and it became a DuckTales ride and that was the end of that. Well, I couldn't think of any other real other Italian villain. No, I, mine's not a villain. 
So this is going to be a, a, a boat ride, right? Yes, Tim? a dark boat ride. Yes. Which is what the original plan for Phase 2 was, but it was going to be just a boat ride through uh, Venice in a gondola. Yeah, kind of like uh, the Mexico ride. Yeah, yeah, and this... Uh, but this is going to so take advantage of, of new technology with projections and the interactive aspect with the umbrellas are going to trigger certain things in each scene to happen. Now, does everybody have an umbrella, or is, like, one person in the boat pointing no. the one umbrella at the thing? Every, everybody will have an umbrella, and Jiminy will tell everybody where to point it. Okay. Okay, so so kind of like a, a boat ride meets the Monsters, Inc. flashlight yes. ride from uh, yes. Japan, right? I get that. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Okay, listen, I'm, I'm all down for some, uh, you know, ducky goodness wasn't she Darkwing Duck no DuckTales oh. DuckTales she was, she was always she, trying I think to... she was also in Darkwing Duck as well yeah, she, she was I remember bunch... her from, from Darkwing I think she was in a bunch of uh, they, they tried to stick her in as a bunch of different cartoons as they could but she's originally from Scrooge McDuck trying to steal his first dime mm -hmm. way back in when first, Scrooge McDuck first was created well, okay. I mean, even in the new one. She's in the new one yeah. trying to steal his dime again. Yeah. Can't I watch way too many cartoons. I watch yes. more cartoons now that I'm older. <laughs> Since I you've got Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah you... it's awful. It's really bad. No, even before Disney Plus, when we had, we yeah. still had terrestrial cable, we'd watch Disney um, Disney Channel and still watch. Well, I watched Darkwing Duck was a lot of fun. The new Darkwing Duck is a lot of fun. It's it, it's really, I enjoy it. Now, I'm a five-year-old. Is heart, so. you say new Darkwing no, Duck? New you duck mean tales. new Ducktales? Yes, new Ducktales. Duck I'm featuring sometime maybe Darkwing Duck. Darkwing yes. has been in it a few times. Man, I still gotta watch that. I haven't seen it. And Scrooge is played by my watch favorite it. Doctor watch Who. It from the beginning, there is a continuing storyline. So, one episode is linked to the next one sometimes. So. Tim, I, I applaud you. I was wondering how you were, when you said two different IPs, you were trying to bring in her thinking, what is he doing two IPs? And you went Jiminy Cricket. Because of Pinocchio. Pinocchio. And, and I, I mean, you, you, you pulled Magicka to spell out, which apparently was common because uh, Adam was, uh, Almost. was looking, at, looking at going there. So. Almost. Okay. Almost. I went a little bit different. Now, is the, do you, did you... Um, clear out a spot in the land for this or are we just assuming we'll make it fit uh it's gonna have to we have to make new clear out some new property probably behind the pizza place basically like what they're doing with ratatouille they're just putting yeah. it back behind yeah we have France. to take over some backstage area that's fine well all, all back that side of epcot is all just storage areas anyway a lot of it's back just backstage it's just building. storage yeah well adam adam do you want to go next or do you want me to go i can go next okay i can go next because well, uh you know Mine's going to be a little bit off the beaten track because you're not going to actually see my attraction from straight on. You're going to actually have to go down an alleyway that I'm going to have to build behind pretty much the Italy Pavilion. Now, I don't know how much of a TV watcher you were in the 80s or if, you're, if this was just kind of a regional thing, but we had here Perillo Tours. I see the commercials now. Yes. Yes. But Steve. this is... They have, Yes, yeah, Steve from Perillo Tours. And they do all these tours. But I'm going to take a little bit of a spin on it. And we know the Muppets days are numbered. 
So I did some research, and I actually found an Italian Muppet to host my Perillo tour of Italy. His name is Johnny Fiamma, and he's a crooner who would sing in the style of like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and Tony Bennett, and he was actually Muppets Tonight. I think he was also in Muppets Take Man Hollywood, something like that. I can't remember, but he's been in a been in a few Muppets. Does he look kind of yes sleazy? A little bit. Like you wouldn't want to trust him with your money? Pretty much. Okay, I like it. And then, of course, we have his sidekick, which is a pet monkey. Pet monkey's name is Sal Manila. <laughs> oh, God. He's, it, is he's, he's an real... Italian from the Philippines. <laughs> these are real Muppet characters. Sal Manila. <laughs> Sorry. Look it up. I'm not making it up, I promise. No, you couldn't make this up. <laughs> no, I'm not that creative. You could have. I'm not that good. <laughs> and, you know, in great Muppet kind of backward fashion, you're going to get on a tour bus. And you're going to tour through some of the great areas of Italy. So, of course, you're going to go over to Venice. And you're going to have the boats. And he's going to, Johnny's going to serenade you a little bit while you're driving through Venice. And on to Tuscany. Where he tries to, where you have a whole bunch of Muppets actually trying to fix the Leaning Tower of Pizza. Because, you know, you gotta have a little bit of comedy. It's a Muppet ride. Yeah. So it's it's tilted. So you have Sweetums, like, trying to push the Leaning Tower of Pizza straight. <laughs> it's just, and, I mean, ideally I would like to have some sort of interaction between the Muppets in the field and in the show and the Muppets kind of driving the bus for you. I mean, and he'll go actually into... The thing about it is, though, I would actually have him go into about where Pisa came from and why the bell tower is leaning and all. it's actually part of a cathedral and all that, like the background information. He's actually going to be a really in-depth tour guide, but he had to make it... A, you have to make it a little more fun. Or else it's, it, it's just going to be a boring kind of edutainment. Not that exciting. Right. The thing that Epcot's getting away from. So it's also host of the university and all that. I mean, of course, we're going to got to go to Pompeii. And if I couldn't get Bastille with a bunch of Muppets to play that damn song, God, I, I, awesome. That was the first thing that came into my head. You can have Bastille <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> But I need to have like a Muppets like popping out of the of the dust, like dancing around. No, you can't do that. <laughs> Why not? It's the Muppets. They've done more screwed up stuff than that. It's called Mikey. ash. But it, it'll be dust. It won't be real ash. But, well, you know. No, it won't be real ash. Well, I should hope not, because that, that was actually like people who were died and just got. Disintegrated. But it's Muppets. It's it's they've always done weird shit. I think this would be funny. 
I'm sorry. If I'm offending people, I apologize. You can send <laughs> no, all the hate mail. Like, I haven't really offend anybody in our group, but <laughs> there's, there's, there's nobody that I'm close to that was, you know, tragically uh, <laughs> yeah, injured in a volcano eruption. Now, I mean, if it's too soon, it was how many thousands of years ago? I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we'll also go to the Amalfi Coast, where we'll find Miss Piz- Piggy, of course sunbathing on a beach you know being her fabulous self we'll have to go by the vatican city where we'll have who would fit in the vatican city who do you guys think oh you mean to be the pope the swedish chef oh my god (laughs) he's wearing a white hat I was thinking Gonzo. <laughs> but okay. Swedish chef works. Listen, he, he, he burns something <laughs> and you get the white puff of smoke. I think Gonzo could shoot himself out of the papal bell tower. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just thought, like, you know, you have to, you can't go to Italy and not talk about the Vatican. So it was just one of those things where I had to throw in. I, I was thinking Sam the Eagle, honestly. Because, you know... <laughs> that would be funny. And, of course, we'll go to Sicily, which is the largest island in Italy. And, of course, we're going to have to check out that volcano. Now, volcano is the big finale. And we're going to have our fearless leader, our fearless host... Johnny is going to notice Camilla the chicken just pacing up in front of the in front of the volcano, like walking back and forth really, really quickly, clucking away like she normally does. And we can't find Gonzo. You then have Fozzie making a few bad jokes, and then guess who comes popping out of the top of the volcano? I'm going to hopefully with flames, of course, screaming. At which point. During this, the set kind of falls backwards, and you now realize that this was a budget toy. <laughs> in grand Muppet fashion. <laughs> you weren't even in Italy somehow. No, you were not in Italy. <laughs> you were in an episode of The Muppet Show. You were in an episode of The Muppet Show the whole time, yes. <laughs> I just And Elton John I, pops I, out of the background singing Crocodile Rock. No, I wanted the B-52 singing Rock Lobster, thank you. <laughs> Were they ever on the Muppet Show? I don't know, but it sounded like a better song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, can, I, I like Crocodile Rock better than Rock Lobster. That's just It's just more fun to sing along with them. Rock Lobster! <laughs> yeah, exactly, a bunch of kids walking around after that ride making that noise. Uh, Tell me you uh, can't well, picture it. Uh, that song just proved that the B-52s were on crack when they wrote that song. No, they were just really high. Like her hair. Yes. Okay, so, and this is, I guess, the bus you get on is uh, going to be projector or, or screens for the windows to show you all of this? Well, I would like to have it sort of like old school dark ride. Okay, okay, okay. Except for, like, the last scene, because, like, the dark ride, and then, like, you can kind of see something's a little off with it. Some of it's, like, a little, like, not 100% photorealistic, or, like, just something's not quite right throughout the whole attraction. Like, yeah. you'll see some bleed-through 
in some parts through the background. Okay, so this is more of like a like a great movie ride kind of a great sort of experience yes, in that you know you've got the vehicle traveling and you're going through mm. different scenes. Yes. Um, okay. See here, I thought you guys were going to poo-poo on me for uh, um, stretching the the whole concept of point A to point B with like some type of uh, uh, physics, like you can't travel from this point to that point that fast. But Adam just went across the whole of Italy. But I explained mine. Yes, because you were actually in an episode of the Muppet Show. You, the Muppets, put this together well, to try to make. I was money. in a Venetian gondola through the whole country, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but <laughs> I explained. Hey, suspension of disbelief, my friend. Suspension of disbelief. I was all I could think of is how's he in a gondola through Milan? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure it out because I learned a lot about the great it grew country wheels of turned Italy. into a Vespa. <laughs> a big a big ass Vespa. Vespa plus Vespa XL. <laughs> yes, yes, the XL, just like the Tesla. Whoosh, speaking of not to sidetrack a little bit, but speaking of little cars. We, we were listening to music the other day and all our pictures were coming up on the TV and this picture of us in the Twizzy came up. Oh. How the fuck did we fit in those things? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you how. I, uh, you and I both sat up front. Yeah, yes. even, like, he, he, he took a picture somehow of me behind you know behind me and I was like, I look like two pounds of bologna in a five pound bag in that. No, the other way around. Five pounds yeah. of bloody two pound bag. <laughs> two pounds of bloody in a five pound bag, and you're floating around a little bit. And... <laughs> I mean, elbows sticking out the windows, and my head's touching the roof. And yeah, I, I don't know how we didn't die at any point during that situation. I that was don't the miracle because know how we didn't came die. close. The more I drink of this uh, sherry business, it, it is taking on more of a sherry, not not a not a port kind of. Uh... Makes sense. All right. Okay. So here we go. My turn, I guess. Uh, the the, the yes. great unveiling. Um, I just want to go on record right now and apologize to not, not only my two uh, esteemed co-hosts, but all you people who have to listen to this. Because compared oh, oh, to the amount of okay. detail and work they put into theirs, Mike is going to give you floor textures and paint colors. <laughs> I was a bit of an overshoot. All right, so that sounds like we need to take a break to reload our drinks. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, like Tim, I'm taking artistic liberty with uh, the geography of Italy in my traction. Um, I'm using real places along a fictional transportation line that actually kind of sorta does exist. But I mean, I don't know. I think for trademark reasons, we can't. I can't say that we're on that transportation line in Italy. But you can say it to us now. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I got it's in my notes. It's in my notes. It's in my notes. Uh, so the the name of my ride is the Funivie dell'Italia, or 
translated to it's the cableway of Italy. Oh, so you're in death buckets. I'm using gondolas of a different kind, Tim. And, uh, you know, I started... A death bucket by any other name. Sir, it would stink as bad. Still a death bucket. <laughs> let, me, let, let, let me tell you about this. All right. The ride will start in a gondola station that is located in Entreves. Or Entrev. It's, 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 it's a silent ES on the end of it. Entrev. Italy. Uh, it's in extreme northern Italy. It's actually at the base, the foothills, if you want to say, of Monte Bianco, which is a big-ass mountain. Big-ass white mountain. It's a lot of snow. Tourist destination. Uh, the peak of that mountain is actually um, the delineation point between Italy and France. So you get into this, uh, the gondola, of the ride vehicle that you board is similar to the round circular gondolas that the uh, Mount Monte Bianco Skyway actually uses, which if you've seen uh, the second Kingsman movie, kind of one of those. Okay. Um, so uh, they're, they're, they're made by Doppelmayr, who built the death buckets. But, you know, these are a lot larger. They're more of a death barrel. I guess. So uh, you get into the gondola vehicle, and um, first off, side note, my wife's never going to ride this. Why? Two reasons. First off, she's got to think about heights. Well, how high are you going? Well, perceived heights. Oh. Okay, perceived I was just going to say, yeah. so she won't ride um, Flight of Passage? She will. She will. But the, the second reason she won't ride this is the big reason. She's also got a thing about standing. Oh, yeah. And she won't do O Canada because you have to stand. And these gondolas are going... But you to wait, wait, wait. You told me I had to force her to do that during Princess Weekend. Because they've updated it for um, Best in Show, yes. I'm fucked. <laughs> Slanty. Slanty. Um... <laughs> This, this gondola is going to be a free-roaming cabin. It'll have handrails and vertical supports you can grab if you need to, but there's not going to be any seats. And um, when I was originally envisioning this, I was, I was thinking, I don't think you can get away with that in the amusement park industry. But I found out recently from some footage that you can get away with not having seats or restraints in a... Um, motion vehicle type scenario so that's going to be new and different uh, now your vehicle will physically rise up off the ground and, and, and depart and it's basically suspended on this big uh, ferris wheel type apparatus that lifts your vehicle out of the way so the next one can come in and offload uh, when the vehicle wait isn't this the system that crashed in Disney World I don't know because I've never been. Okay. No, I mean. No. Wait, what? This is it, that's how these. I thought that's how the vehicles kind of crashed because one vehicle didn't move out of the way. No, no, no. This is on like it's, it's a, think of a Ferris wheel and your gondola is. Oh, okay. Part, you cannot hit the next one because you're fixed to this circle. It's going to. But I thought you said it can move out of the way to load. No, no, no. Well, when the when the wheel spins. And... Yeah. 
I'm pretty. You are. Gorgeous. <laughs> I'm gorgeous. I'm drop that gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> so you're going to enter the vehicle from the side, and there's going to uh, there's going to be tinted windows on the outside so you can't really it, it, it kind of gives you the illusion we don't want you to see what's inside because we want to dictate what you see when you look to the outside does that make any sense yeah sort of yeah you get into the gondola the doors close it begins to lift you up out of the you know it begins to lift you up and once once you begin moving uh, you start on your way basically going up the mountain like you would on on the cable car anyway which is which is located there uh in, inside of the gondola the walls are going to be about 18 inches thick that way i can actually space the um the display screen panel about eight or so inches away from where you are so when you're looking out it you you kind of get the illusion of depth you know, when you're looking around the poles and the windows and stuff like that, you can lean forward and look down, and it looks like you're looking all the way down, but you're really not. Um, now, the the ride's going to start. You exit the station, and it's modeled to look like the Monte Bianco Funivier station. In uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's in the the Valley of Cormier in uh, northern Italy, and as it moves, you're going to feel the gondola sway in a little bit. Um, you know, forward and, and back and, and side to side. And underneath you, as you, as you climb, you're going to see the grassy, uh, tree-lined uh, mountain pass underneath you, um, you know, looking down into the front. And if you looked out the back of it, you'll see all of the valley open up behind you with the, with the city and everything, you know, as you ascend going forward. And um, so since this is a fully 360 uh, cabin, you can walk and look around anywhere technically forward is only uh denoted by the direction you're facing and if i wanted to keep this true to the skyway located in, in italy there the whole thing would also have a simulated spin all the way around it but i don't i don't think i want to do that because the, the real one actually spins and, and rotates the whole time you're going up when do people start throwing up they won't because everything <laughs> is so subtle um you're gonna let your brain's gonna convince you. Yeah, they probably will, Adam. It's a lie. They probably will. But I don't have any. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> there's there, there there's no there's no puke bags. There's no dispensary bags in here. Um, now you're going to you're going to climb up the mountain. Uh, you're going to look out, and you'll be a, totally able to appreciate the scenery as you go up. Uh, you know, under the gray clouds of an overcast sky, and you see your first you know basically cable transfer coming up. Um, it's actually located at the pavi- the Pavilion du Mont Freddy, which is a, an actual small little uh, stopping point on this uh, this cable ride going up there. And you get to see the uh, the botanical garden that are there. You get to see the the snow melt that has formed all these beautiful streams, and the, everything is so vibrant with the the wildflowers growing. Um, you exit the transfer station. You continue going up. You're getting all of this uh, really amazing-looking um, northern Italy uh, landscape. You will see um, like a small group of ibex that are indigenous to this area. They're endangered, so we're going to include them because that's edutainment. Thank you very much. <laughs> Conti- continuing up the mountain. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
the clouds are still moving in, and you can see some paragliders uh, because you're up so high. They're they're kind of gliding down the uh, the face of the mountainside. And while your attention is looking out that way, uh, a blur flies past you, and, and it, it, it's someone in a wingsuit as they're doing some crazy adrenaline-fueled Red Bull shit coming down the mountainside. Uh, a second one comes by a little bit slower. You can actually make out the details of what's happening. If you look out the back of the cabin, you can see them as they continue on down the mountain. And then a third one comes by. He's coming by. He's flared out. He's coming by nice and slow, slow enough that he can actually wave at you, and you can see him wave as he goes past, and then he tucks in and picks up speed. And if you're looking at the back end of the uh, cabin, you'll see, you know, they, they deploy their chutes, and so you got these bright, colorful parachutes against the, the darker hillside um, beneath you. And, and that's when the lightning strikes. I'm hoping everybody's looking at the back end, because lightning strikes. Wait, 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 what? You're in a gondola wait. and lightning strikes? Lightning strikes? Yeah. Explain, Lucy. Well, lightning doesn't strike the gondola, but you see a flash of lightning and a rumble of thunder. It's it's it, it's it's off in the okay, distance. Okay, so lightning doesn't actually strike; <clears throat> it just lightning in the distance, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, no lightning struck when I came up with this idea. That was fucking lightning in a bottle. Was it a message? No, it was a genie. Okay. I think you need to get your wishes back. <laughs> hey, just listen here. <laughs> listen here, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> I was going to Barbara Eden, but hey, to each his own. <laughs> Larry. So, yeah, you hear this uh, thunder rumble off in the distance, and uh, it looks like there's a storm kind of moving a, a little bit. The wind picks up. The gondola starts swaying a little more than it was before. Ever so slightly, we're not like we're picking up, you know, fucking... 25, 30 degree angles on this because you can't do that with no restraints, but it's enough where you can feel it and uh, you look up and, and you can see you're approaching the second transfer, which is actually right at the edge of the uh, snow line. So you get up there, you make it into the transfer right as the rain is starting to, to start falling down. Um, it drips down the window, sit, the window panes you transfer this next one. It takes you up through the clouds, and uh, you look out, and to your left, you've got the sun as it sets in the west, and directly above you, you've got the summit, the snow-covered summit of Monte Bianco, and behind you, you've got the gray storm clouds still churning and lightning still flashing inside the clouds, but, you know, in front of you, you've got this beautiful vista of this uh, mountaintop. This is the Grand Reveal. You know, the sun is setting, so, um, you know, they've got LEDs on, uh, you know, the ski course beneath you, and you see people down there, and they're skiing as, as you're, you know, making this, uh, this ascension. Uh, on, on your right-hand side, you've got this high-walled snowbank, and it explodes as a snowboarder just jumps off of it and actually leaps over the gondola, and you can see him come down on the other side. And you, uh, you finally get all the way up to the summit of Monte Bianco. You pull into the station, which is called the Refugio La Cima, which stands for the uh, refuge at the top. And here you'll find a small village, which is just made up of a, uh, a little bar slash restaurante and a, you know, a little hotel front. Restaurante. Well, I mean, and th this is actually <laughs> located at the top of this uh, cableway. It's called the Refugio... 
words. <laughs> mm, I like that restaurant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There is one up there, and it is like it's got like, you know, 30 rooms and a bar slash restaurant there. Um, it's pretty cool because this is the actual point um, between or this this marks the border of Italy before you go into France. Like you can get on another cable car and it takes you to France. But I'm keeping this on the Italy side, which is where you come across the uh, refugio Lachima. And, uh, you know, here you'll go into the station and you exit the cable car and you find yourself, uh, as you get out of the station, you're on this narrow snow-covered roadway that has, uh, you know, a fence to the left side of it to stop you from walking off the edge of the mountain. And then on the right <laughs> side, you've got this... Hey, listen, it's... Sorry. It's forced perspective. You only stupid fall people. 18 no, inches. Just say it, because stupid people. Right? It's mm. fine. <laughs> um... And then to the right, you've got the actual uh, building of Lachima, and it's this cozy little lounge, and it's got uh, it, it, it'll have a little place you can get a nip, um, because this is used quite frequently for guys who are up there uh, and gals um, climbing the mountain, doing mountaineering on the Alps, because this is part of the Alps, so they frequent this location. Uh, they have rules. No mountain climbing boots are allowed to be worn inside because they don't want to mess up the floors. So you go into into Lachima and you'll find a uh, nice collection of um, Italian and French beers, some sparkling wine, some Italian wine, some Alpine cocktails that they'd have up there, which one is called the Negroni Spagliato. Which didn't we have Negronis on the cruise? Uh, I think we did, but we didn't have the Spagliato. We had the Negroni during the um, the mixology. The mixology, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. But wow, the Negroni Spagliato means um, bungled Negroni in Italian, and it came from a bartender was in a hurry and was trying to make Negroni for somebody, and he accidentally used um, some Prosecco, 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 Prochiso, Prosecco, instead of gin. And it actually turned out to be really nice. So it's, Very nice. It's, a, it's an actual drink they have up there sometimes. And I'm thinking of like, you know, a uh, brandy flight. And, um, you know, the, the main draw I'm hoping would be the Ginepi, uh, which is basically a cousin of absinthe. And it's drank quite a bit up along that region by Italians and French. It is actually a, a wormwood-derived uh, pale gold liqueur served in a shot. So after you've had libations, you exit the refuge to the out-of-doors, and you'll walk kind of down a, a simulated rope bridge down to ground level because this will be a story up. And it'll be a wheelchair accessible simulator rope bridge. Okay. How? Okay. <laughs> I don't know how you would have a wheelchair accessible rope bridge. Simulated. It won't so, actually sway or move, but it'll have the the cables on the side of it. So basically, it's a it's a bridge with cables on the side. It's kind of a ramp. But when you're on it, you can't see the supports that are holding it up. Fair enough. And you so know, it's a mono ramp. It's a mono ramp. 
and you, uh, you know, it, it'll look like uh, wooden planks, you know, and stuff like that as you go down. So, yep, that's that's me, man. It's a 360 degree movie, which uh, I would, I, I think that the uh, oh, I didn't mention this, son of a biscuit. The the ride system um, is actually going to have real time input come into it based on the weight distribution of the car so if everybody is on one side it gives it an extra 4.4% canter to that area up to 0.4% see you can't tell me things like that why not because I will spend the ride trying to get everybody to run back and forth people are going to do it anyway when the wind when the wingsuit guys go by they're going to go try to see what's going on down there no, and won't be paying attention to anything that's going on the screen i want to watch the cartel hey listen it it's that, that's that, that that's something that i wanted to try to implement in that because i don't ever ever seen it done before and it wouldn't take much anything because my plan is that this whole ride was only going to move up to about three degrees max okay all right that's what I think you can get away with and not have to have seats and belts and stuff like that. Now, um, everything that gets programmed into it will allow it to move up to two and a half degrees, max. But the extra 0.5 degree comes from the dispersion of weight. So if everybody's on to one side, the most it can tilt that way is two and a half. If it's only programmed to go one degree and everybody moves over there, then it'll go one and a half. If that makes any sense, it's is that. And, and what happens to the wheelchair? Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to figure out a way to chalk that. Um, it, it's probably not enough where you're gonna go flying. It won't be enough to go flying. You can hold it in place super easy, but no, I, I thought of that as well, and I was like, well, maybe you just have to lock that sucker in somewhere. Okay, like doing hey. the bus. Yeah, like you, well, a lot easier than like you do on the bus. God, my original idea for this was going to be um, a lot more aggressive and actually have the cable car come loose and go careening down there. But then I thought, oh, no, we just installed the death buckets, so that's not a good look. Not bad. I almost had a flume ride based on Pinocchio, but I had a lot of it fleshed out, and then I lost my document. And I got too frustrated after I lost the same document to redo that again. <laughs> I even found a way to um, keep it a thrill ride and and keep you in the, the gondola, but not have the gondola fall off of the cable because it, this was so fucking convoluted. I'm glad I didn't I didn't go this route. <laughs> Um, it was going to be you're, you're, you're kind of at this little village and um, they're opening for the winter season and they've got these like you know no it, no it, it's a fucking uh, it's a cable car museum and like they got a brand new one they're unveiling and you're here to see it and you go up on the, the, the truck bed to look at it and you walk inside and the doors close and the truck drives off with you on the back of it and as you're driving, this little thing slowly starts rattling until it falls off the edge of the truck and then you're careening this way and, you know, um, that would have required seats. Yes. Because it would have been and, Star and Tours level. 
Yes, and belts. And somebody would have had a heart attack because eventually you'd have fallen off into a river and started to sink. So, yeah, I, I scrapped that one. A lot. Sounds violent. A little bit. It, it, but it would have taken you all the way across Italy. You would have gone to Milan. Um, you would have ended up in Venice bobbing through the, in a the canals. I just I was struggling with how to get you back on the trailer for the end of it. Yeah, that would be rough. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I ixnade the Ailer tray. Well, you're gonna talk about your poll pop up? Yeah, we'll put up a poll. We haven't did a pop ups poll in a while, so we'll do one. Let's do a pop pops poll on this to see who likes uh, the Muppets. Who likes Pinocchio? Time and to get things magic started. Of the spell or Mikey's gondola. Mikey's gondola. Mikey's. I gotta learn how to say death bucket in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> it was my Google Translate. <laughs> how do you say death? Bucket it is Funivier del Italia. It's the cable way of Italy. And, and to be honest, nope. the one bit of feedback I totally expect to get from this is. It's gonna come from Cheryl. Uh oh. Who has probably done this? I'm sure. Secchio della morte is yeah, death. Yeah, well, I'm not sucking your morte. <laughs> that sounds that's, fucking well, that's what dirty. That's gonna be the title of your for the poll. That's gonna be the title for your your. Um... That's fine. I will win based on the title alone. You probably, you probably will. will because call of it that. now. And mine Vote for me. Mine can be written by. Base it virtually anybody. Vote for Pedro. And Mike can't. I forgot what yours is. Thanks. The no, yours is Muppet Vision 2D. Yeah. No, Muppets on a bus. Snake. Muppets <laughs> on a bus. It's literally Muppets, Muppets take Manhattan, but in Italy. So? It's like snakes on a plane, but it's Muppets and they're on a bus. And there are no snakes. No. Exactly the same movie. There's a monkey, though. <laughs> Named Salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> he's a monkey fighting snake. He's a chicken monkey, apparently, because only chickens get Don't let him bite you. Well, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you could catch salmonella from a, you know, wild poultry. Monkey. Just poultry? No, it's only poultry. Well, you can get it from reptiles and, you know, livestock. Lettuce. That's the E. coli. <laughs> oh. It's E. coli, and it's only um, that one type of lettuce. The Roman lettuce. So the to romaine me. lettuce. Yeah, Edward Romaine lettuce. from Romaine Lettuce. Don't eat it. Just keep drinking booze. Okay, so we've uh, we've basically um, gone through and we've either made Italy better or worse. Yes. This episode. Yes. If nothing else, we've spent millions of dollars uh, building facades. Just call me Bob like, Iger. Which, you know, if there's no one to tell you no, then you just do it. Imagineers don't care. They just want to do something. That's what I've learned from Disney+. Plus. Yeah, pretty much. They just well, want... they do care, because when they all get laid off all Well, that, that's what I mean, because they, they want to do something. So if they just keep getting told, here, we're what, here's what we think we want to do. Find a way to make this happen. Oh, that's what the real engineers do. No, the engineers just try to figure out how to make it happen. The Imagineers come up with the crazy. That's right. Well, I, I like the crazy, and the crazy's been working pretty well in Disney World, so. Pretty much. Works for me. Okay, well, hey, let's uh, 
Let's think about shutting this thing down. We're getting close to the Christmas. This will probably drop. Christmas. Uh, right about the time kids are getting out of school for the holidays. So kick back with some spiked eggnog when you listen to this. Although if you're listening to this right now, you've already finished it. So I can't tell you what you should have done an hour ago. So let's 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 close and remark this thing with with Tim going first, Mister Dead Wabbit. Now it's it's been a wild year. Um, we're looking forward to maybe something special for a New Year's episode. So just keep your eye out, and we're next year is going to be even wilder because a lot of people are doing dopey, a lot of people are doing princess. We got uh, BFF coming up in November. It's going to be wild. We just and keep growing. People are going to be there in between. It's like it's like Todd's grow a Sasquatch in his little Gatorade bottle. Oh, that was creepy as shit, yo. <laughs> Ask him about it. I don't think I want to. No, everybody, everybody, message Todd about his grow a Sasquatch in his Gatorade bottle. You have to keep it lying down. Yeah, because he wants him to grow tall and not wide. <laughs> just, just, just message him. He'll appreciate it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now you know you should give it away for your raw. <laughs> uh, watch me grow, Sasquatch. Yes. Watch me grow. Watch me nae <laughs> Watch me stanky leg. Well, I'll I'll jump in next on, on the closing remarks and say um, if you didn't buy anything from Magical Meltdown by now, you ain't getting it by Christmas. I don't know what the fuck happened to my order. It's still mine. Yeah, it's still not here yet. I don't know, guys. Um, I'm I'm trying to keep up with them when they come in, uh, but so many they they've been overwhelmed. I think so. They're doing their best. Uh, keep on, keep it on, and shit. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's the holiday season. So hoop de doo, flippity flam. Isn't that what Harry Connick says? Maybe. Adam, take us. Take us away. Take us home. Take Calgon. <laughs> Country roads. Yes, the Jamboree. <laughs> David Thacker's favorite ride. Um, what a crazy year it's been. I'm not going to do my New Year's yet, but I hope everybody has a happy and safe Christmas. This will probably be the last episode before Christmas. Unless I'm mathing wrong, which is, there's always a case of that. So, everybody have a happy and healthy holiday. I hope y'all got into the spirit a little bit. Y'all helped me out with mine. Just hanging out with y'all on Hershey helped a little, a lot, actually. Talking to a few of y'all privately helped a lot as well, so... Thank you. I appreciate y'all. And... Ha- Merry Christmas. Hey, we're... No, hang on. We're doing uh, an Italy episode, so we say slanty. Slanty! Uh, no... Oh. Feliz Navidad. No. <laughs> what do you say? Salute. 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 Christmas. Salute. How do you say Christmas? Uh, Le Christmas? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that's Christmas. Italian. I think that's no, French again. <laughs> hmm. Well, we don't know the answer to that. No, I'll probably get yelled at by a whole bunch of people. I'll insert some (laughs) Google Translate shit right here. Yes. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. 
Natale. Bon Natale. Bon Natale. That's right. Well, all That's right. Uh, why didn't I know that? Because uh, you're the Italian Christmas donkey. Yeah, yeah. Dominic the donkey. <laughs> you never heard of that Dominic the donkey. That is the best Christmas song ever, is Dominic the donkey. For real? Wait, 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 wait. You've wait, never wait, heard wait. Dominic the donkey? No, I have not heard Dominic the Donkey. Is this a Weird Al thing? No, no, it's been it's old. Well, it's probably like, it's like a s- New England, uh, uh, like a Northeast thing. But YouTube it. YouTube Dominic the Donkey. I cannot believe you never and heard. This you have to play mind. it for the background track for this episode. Well, if it has words, I can't. Chickadee ching ee Dominic the Donkey. You can't. You have to know this song. I don't. I'm not playing or making it up. I don't know anything about a Dominic the Donkey. It's wow. I'm from the South. We sing Jingle Bells and DSL Six Day AO. What? I don't know. I think it's Italian. I don't. I I saw a meme today that was perfect for this season. It was Batman, and the caption said, "For the record, I do not smell." I get no, it. I like the other meme that you posted that Gloria has 14 syllables. 18. 18. <laughs> Don't sell them short now. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Catholics. They like to hold their mouth open. In that O formation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Two snaps up. Z formation. Okay, we ready to stop this? We're ready to stop this. Okay. Good night, everybody. Kill force. There's a rabbit. Hey,
going to be an optimist about this.